Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hey, this is Laurel. Welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, a podcast where we talk about money, specifically how do you become a millionaire. So to do that, you have to make money. You have to have a whole business development team. You got to keep the money. You got to invest your money. And again, you got to have team and systems. So with me today, I have Andy. Uh, I always say her name wrong. Don't let it. I have Andy Audate, and I met him years ago at a seminar, and then he invited me to come speak for him, and we just always stayed connected. He was in California, moved to the great state of Nevada, so now, like, we're neighbors. I mean, not really, but at least we're in the right state, so uh, we're going to talk a lot about success, showing up, um, marketing automation, and anything else that comes out of this brilliant man's head, so welcome, Andy. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on this podcast with you. So tell us a little of your backstory. Um, like, did you go like to, you know, where'd you grow up? How, what was kind of your relationship to money? I guess so I always want to get there. Well, how people grew up in this relationship to money and when it became important for you. Yeah, I was raised on the East Coast, smallest state in the country, Rhode Island. And at uh, nine, 10 years old, I started learning about money. My dad, I said to my dad, I said, hey, I really want to get the Nike Air Forces, uh, the ones with the swish swish with the Nike you know, with the mid top soles. And I said, dad, can I get those sneakers? And he said, okay, I'll get them. I'll go to uh, New York and I'll travel to New York, grab those sneakers for you. And um, he came back empty handed without the sneakers. He had a bunch of clothes, but he didn't have the sneakers. And I, I said, dad, why didn't you get the sneakers? And he said, I didn't have enough. And that hit me right then and there because I was looking to, I was hoping to look good for my sixth grade or seventh grade class at the time. And uh, I started a, a landscaping business to go ahead and make my own money so I can buy the sneakers. And that started entrepreneurship for me. And so how old were you? Sixth, seventh grade? Yeah, yeah. So this is young. I think this is this is nine, ten years old. So I don't know how old you're in nine, ten, what grade you're in. But this was nine, ten years old. I went out uh, and started shoveling snow for people. Uh, so that way I could go get money. Now, I, I did 16 houses, $10 a pop. Got my 160 bucks for the sneakers. And I realized, you know what? I don't want to actually buy the sneakers because now it's my money um so I, I was ironing it in my bed on my bed and my mom walked into my room I felt like a little drug dealer my mom walks into my room and she says Andy uh what are you doing with all these ones and all these tens and twenties on the bed that you're ironing I said this is my money I made my own money I'm an entrepreneur now that's awesome I love that welcome to entrepreneurialism so fast forward we met uh talk about the uh, time when we met and then how our, our relationships progressed and really I kind of want you to share what you've learned so fast forward 19 years old so, so uh nine years after that experience with the cell phone store I mean uh nine years from that experience with the sneakers I opened up the cell phone store and it was next to first that cell phone store I got mentorship and uh this mentor of mine he owned a franchise with uh t-mobile at the time and within six months i made my first hundred grand a year later i made my first million i took that money moved to the west coast and i realized that the formula for success was to have a mentor so when i moved to the west coast living in los angeles i knew i wanted to be a speaker and i wanted to share knowledge with people and really connect with individuals so the first thing i sought out was was a mentor so i'm in this new state in california uh originally from the east coast moved to this big state and I'm like, hey, I need to find a mentor. I'm going to these seminars, going to these live events. Um, and I saw you speaking. And that's when I said, hey, I locked and loaded. Yeah. 
So what were some of the first things? Like we actually traveled around a little bit. And then I remember the moment where you had just come off stage and it was one of those like mentoring moments where I said, you got to know this one thing. And uh, it changed your, it changed your closing. Last, um, so we did a, we did a mini tour uh, in LA, then we did a Texas, we did Dallas, we did Houston. And uh, it was in, 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 yeah. in Dallas. We're at the event and you're like, hey, let's see if we can get more people to come to the event. And you're like, pull out your phone and, and let's do a Facebook Live. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, we're at the event already. And, and, and not, in, in that moment, I started realizing like, you're always in a promotion game. You're always promoting, you're always promoting. No matter what you're doing, you're always promoting. That's number one, that's the first thing I learned. The number two thing I learned is, is the technique. There's a specific process when you're talking to a group. I was really good at closing one-on-one, -on -one, but when you're talking to a group, there's a way to communicate. And I asked you, hey, like, I need, like, I don't understand why not, not enough people ran to me and purchased. So part, the goal of the speaking, um, when I first entered the speaking space, I thought that speakers generated income from speaking. That was my whole like thing about being around motivational speakers. And my thought process yeah. was like, if I inspire people, I get rich. <laughs> you know, that's that's what the thought process was early on. Once I realized that speakers don't make money from speaking, they make money from their business and they use speaking as a way to market their business. That's when it clicked for me. Um, so I took that uh, that leap of faith from saying, hey, I'm gonna market my and sell my products um without mentorship i'm gonna do it on my own my ego was so big i'll just do it on my own uh then i got around people who were actually doing it successfully and i said hey the best way to to to, to grow is to give the best way to grow is to serve so instead of just saying hey i'm self-serving i looked for people who i believed in yeah. and i saw something big in them and i said hey i want to market you i want to get you in front of audience members um it wasn't even my audience i just said i want to get you in front of people um, yeah. and build that relationship with you. So that's the first thing I, I did is I got you in front of audience, uh, audience members. So what's the one thing though, I wanna go back to that because it's such a significant lesson for those that are out there that are entrepreneurs, you know, closing one-on-one, -on -one, right? And there's a lot of high ticket closing programs and you, like, you and I know those techniques, but what was the thing that resonated from what I told you when you're in front of a group and what happened? What changed? Uh, but what I was, when, when I discovered speaking, I was told and taught to share a story, to share my story. Yeah. And what I understood by sharing a story was, this is my background, this is where I came from, this is where I am at now. Oh, hey, by the way, do you want to purchase? That's what I was taught. What you share with me is, instead of just sharing the story about who you are, because people don't really care, share the story about how this product or the service is actually going to benefit them. Mm -hmm. And the ways that it benefited other people. And then, oh, by the way, do you want to purchase? So essentially, I was teaching, I was, I was telling people about Andy and then saying, hey, do you want to buy a fishing pole? What you said was, hey, teach people how to fish. And then say, by the way, I sell a fishing pole. So it's completely <laughs> a different, different process that, that, that I learned. And that completely changed my game to allow me to make hundreds of thousands of dollars. That one simple technique allowed me to make hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, since that time. I love it. So fast forward, uh, you moved from California to Nevada, and now you're doing marketing automation. So talk about what you're doing now to serve other people. Uh, I was I was in, when I left LA, and I moved to Vegas because of uh, a plethora of reasons. So I moved to Las Vegas, and what I realized that small business owners needed was a way to automate their sales and their marketing. Number one, 
And then number two, get it off their plate and delegate. So there was a lot of tasks that that small business owners that are typically be below the maybe $250,000 mark in revenue for the year. What I found is that they're doing a lot of mediocre tasks that doesn't allow them to really take that quantum leap. So the, the solution, number one, is to automate what, you, automate what you can't automate. And to, number two, what you can't automate, you get it off your plate and you delegate it. So any, so what do you do for people now is when you say they automate, like, let's get really kind of micro in that. So do you actually write the copy, do the videos, you organize their funnels? Um, talk about the different components of the things you do. So what I do for clients who, who are looking to grow and scale their business is we jot down, we create the actual funnel. And a funnel is a step-by-step process that takes someone from a complete stranger to when they're a buyer. And we discover what happens when they're a buyer that's not automated. So what are you manually doing? Are you manually sending the email? Are you manually sending text messages to remind them of your appointment coming up? Are you manually uh, sending videos yeah. about who you are? Are you getting on the phone call, teaching them about who you are? And then, so we take that down that process and we discover strategies or process where we can send them videos, send them emails, send them text messages to automate that process. So for example, if someone gets on a call and they're saying, you know, the first 10 minutes is, hey, this is my story. This is my background. This is where I come from. So that way you feel like you have a connection with me. Instead of taking that 10 minutes to do it with every customer, we're going to automate that by sending them a video of you, making sure that they watch it, a video of you explaining your story. So that way, by the time they be on the phone with you, they're already in a buying state and they already feel connected versus you being a complete stranger. That's the first step. Then the second step is what are you doing manually that can't be automated? So we yeah. discover how we can interject a virtual assistant from outside of the United States to take on that workload for you. So uh, Latin America, Philippines, and Europe, virtual team members. I love that. I love that. And so what's changed the most from like when we were out on the stage pre-COVID uh, obviously doing automated marketing. Are you still doing, uh, I know you've asked me to come back out. Are you still going to teach people just showing up in life? I know that was one of your first messages. Um, talk about moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so now we're teaching, we're teaching them how to strategize. So we transitioned from just being an event promoter to being a marketing agency. Is yeah. what we transition. So we're doing services. Number one, where we actually do this for you. Number two, we actually uh, teach you how to do these step-by-step processes with a virtual assistant, what softwares to use. So it's, we're focusing on education and training. Awesome. Awesome. And so can we switch gears to just showing up and being successful? Of course. That's, okay. that's, that's, that's the basic. That yeah, go ahead. Necessary. That's a basic tenet, right? But most people don't. Uh, let's just use you and I, for example, right? Yeah. You you are someone who, who I've seen grow and, and when I first started working with you, I did my due diligence and research and, and I was so far impressed. And even what you, how you're constantly, you know, pivoting in COVID-19, uh, because of COVID-19, it seems like it didn't affect you. I'm sure it has to an extent, but it seems like it didn't affect you from the marketplace. So you're someone who's constantly pivoting and now saying, hey, let's bring on this podcast. Hey, let's do webinars and, and let's do this different strategy because the, you're out with the old and in with the new. And one of the things that I've, that I've learned from you some of the things that I've learned from you, I've been able to implement in my business. Now, as I look back to where it originally started from, it was on a specific day where I was laying down in bed and I was like, oh, I don't want to wake up and go to this you know, specific seminar. And then, but I said, hey, the opportunity is in the show up. So I get out of bed, make sure I get ready, look spiffy, look good. And then I go to this event. Then that's when I meet you. You started, you were speaking. We started our relationship. 
So when I say the opportunities in the show, what I'm sharing with you is that if you're looking for an opportunity of mentorship, you're looking for an opportunity of guidance, more money, more income, more growth, more business, the real solution is for you to show up two ways. So number one, physically, by being in the space. That's number one. Number two thing is showing up powerfully by being seen and being heard. So if you're see, if you're in the space, you have the opportunity. But if you're seen and, and, and you're heard, that means you can take advantage of the opportunity that's being presented to you. So for example, meeting Laura Lamar. Mm-hmm. So talk about that a little bit more though, because I think it's so critical what you just said, Andy, about being seen and heard. Because there's a lot of people who internally know they're successful, but they, and I'm gonna speak, you know, there's women, but there's men, there's, there's just, I mean, I say lots of people who hesitate to look arrogant or look confident or look some way. So when you say show up powerfully and be heard, Give some, uh, give some more depth to that. It's just so critical. In a dark room, be the light. If you walk into a room, you walk into a seminar or a conference or a networking event, school meeting, wh- whatever you walk into, be the light and shine bright. And, and ma- many people know me for being like in, in a specific room, boisterous or, or loud, or you know, a lot of people know you. I, earlier, you heard me going back and forth because there's someone in front of me speaking and it's like, okay, I'm raising my voice and they start raising it and going back and forth. But it's not good for a podcast. But in a room, it may be good because you're, you're, you start being visible. You start being known. You start, people start seeing you. So if you can take that same process, do it online on both, you'll have a winning business. And also when people see you, they'll say, hey, this person is somebody I want to connect with. Absolutely. So other success tips. Let's talk to, uh, you know, because I'm a Gen Xer. I'm assuming you're what? Either a millennial or Gen Z? I was born 94. Oh, so you're a super baby. So you're millennial, millennial. then, right? Millennial. Yeah. yeah. So speak to that group who they're not showing up. Speak to kind of, I'm going to say your peers that aren't showing up, that um, but, you know, which I'm a huge fan of, of trading cryptocurrency, but is that all you're going to do? See, what I see is the next generation, uh, any of some of my peers, but because of COVID, I see so much talent and so much need that, that in the world and so many people not doing it, right? They're not showing up, even though they know they could contribute. They know they have these gifts. What would you say to that audience? Because there's a large audience of those people, as you know, right now. You're missing opportunities. What your success comes from is not necessarily from crypto or from NFTs or whatever is hot next. Your success comes from other people. So cryptocurrency is hot now and half a decade, maybe a decade or maybe uh, two decades from now, there's going to be something else that's going to be new. It might be the metaverse. It might be something else that's going to be new. What we understand is that this content or who created it was people. So when you get in front of people, you got to know the social cues. You got to know how to communicate, how to connect with people. So that way you can take a quantum leap. So if you're in cri- cryptocurrency right now, you're at a certain level of cri- at cryptocurrency uh, as far as your income, your, 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 what's in your wallet and so forth. But if you want to take that quantum leap in cryptocurrency, there's someone else who has more information. And in order to get that person, to get in front of that person, it's not going to just be by you DMing them and hoping for the best because there's a bunch of people doing that. It's by you showing up to where they're at, getting in front of them and being seen and being heard each and every single time, you'll catch, they'll catch wind of you and they'll say, hey, what are you doing? Why do you, I keep seeing you everywhere. And then that relationship forms and then now you can add value to them and they can add value to you. And that's a relationship. So I wanna to talk to you about two different things. One being online versus offline, right? So online versus offline, when you say show up, cause I'm with you and I think you and I are very similar in showing up where people are. 
versus showing up in groups and sort of being part of a social. Not that I think that that being online is is bad. I think it's both. What what do you say to uh, to those that are listening? That it's really it's really both. There's there's nothing here that I can do to hug you, right? I can give you a little fist. I can give you a little love. I can send you a little emoji. Um, but there's a physical connection that just does not happen unless you're together. I mean, obviously. I think you got to do both. Um, I noticed. I noticed. So, so I'm 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 pre- I'm preparing for a seminar that I want to do in November. And usually for like a, uh, an event, I might take two months to prepare. For this one specifically, I want to I want to do it. I want to take it. I want to take 11 months to prepare for this one. So I, I'm connecting with different speakers ahead of time and preparing for this event. I, I'll have you uh, speaking yeah. at the event and. There are some successful people that I reached out to to come speak at the event. And I noticed that if there were someone that was even higher, more income than me, or better looking than me, or their business was better than me, or they had much of a bigger audience than me, if that person wasn't on social media, the people that some of the speak, some of the speakers, not all, but some of the speakers that I reached out to, they wouldn't even bat an eye to speak at that person's event versus mine. The reason why is because if that person is not showing up powerfully on social media or online, they're saying, hey, I'm not interested in going to your event because my reach is only what's in the audience when I want to reach further. That's number one. So number one, they they, they were attracted to doing the event with me because of my reach online. Number two, in the in the you know, physical aspect, man, this is a relationship that's being bonded. So I think you're 100% right. You got to show up physically online and physically in person, as well as powerfully on both. Absolutely. Uh, and that last topic, unless you want to add more to it, talk about consistency. I think that's also a thing that's attracted you and I. If you've been consistent, I've been consistent, uh, our integrity is consistent, how we just, how we're in relationships consistent. And I think there's so many people who they'll come and then they'll go. And they're coming, and that discord in my mind creates a not, I'd say distrust would be a harsh word, but it has me wonder if they're going to be there when I really need them because they're not consistent. I mean, what would you say to that? Because I've seen you, and you're very young, all right? You show up consistently. I just want to, you know, acknowledge you for that because very few people do. Yeah, there, there's, um, there's a, uh, in one of the mutual companies that we work with uh, in, the, in the software space, one of the leaders reached out to me and, and, and had a like, an hour long conversation with me and it was, it was deep. So he's, he's 23 years, my senior. And so he's been around, you know, he's been in the game. And one of the things that he said that really struck a chord with me, he said, Andy, what you've done between 23 years old, that's when I met him. And uh, what you've done between 23 years old to 27, where you're at now is phenomenal in comparison to other people you're in your age group. It is. And it really struck a chord because he was one of the sponsors of uh, one of my events when I first started. And it really, that really gave me that boost. And so recognizing that he actually did see me from that point to now is he knows what he's talking about. Cause, cause I remember him going back and forth, like, should I invest in Andy or not? Um, and, and, and it hit me. So there's this three stages of, of what I call the quantum leap phenomenon and in, in business growth and life growth. And the first stage is non-existent and non-existent is a time where you, 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 you have a desire to grow. You have a desire to expand. You want to make more money. You want to get to that next level. And what you're going through in that first one, two, or three years is what we call a commitment period while you're in a state of non-existence. And that commitment period, I believe, is God testing you to see, do you really want it? So that's, that's where consistency needs to be built. Then after you hit, you finish off with the non-existent stage. You're not, you, maybe you're generating just enough income to, to survive. You're not really profiting 
in the, in the five figure or six figure mark. So you, you're just making enough. The second stage is going to be the normal stage where, where you're trending up, but it's very slow growth and you're forcing yourself to grow every single day. You're going to work. And if you don't, if you don't work, you don't eat. If you don't work, you're not, you don't eat. That's a normal growth. And then yep. here's what happens. Maybe after a year or two, you experience what we call a quantum leap. And that quantum leap is when you just take a spike and you experience what we call a new growth called affluence. And this is where you can literally relax and you're making money while you're on the beach. That affluence growth. And that's where your growth is automatic, automated. You're, you're being asked to speak on stages versus being forced to you know, go find new stages. You're being, you're, you're being asked to give money to and then being invested to versus you having to go to get the investors. So the only way for you to experience that quantum leap that gives you a state of affluence of income where you're in the multi-millions multi is consistency. So if you don't ever, if you don't hone in on being consistent for years and years to come, you're going to constantly miss out on those opportunities of affluence. So this is why many, you'll see that people in their 90s, they're laying on their deathbed, looking up at the ceiling, looking at, talking to God and saying, I've never held 100 grand or I never held 10,000 bucks mm -hmm. or whatever. It's because they keep switching new opportunities and they're always in that commitment period of figuring out what's next, what's next, what's next. And mm -hmm. they never stick to one thing. So consistency is a, is a key element. And when, when someone meets you, you should be in the same realm uh, in a year or two, unless for some reason you have to make a dramatic shift, but you should be in the same realm and always progressing. Wow. Brilliant. I love that last piece. And with that, I'm going to wrap up our uh, interview on this podcast. Andy, if people want to reach you, uh, how do they get a hold of you? And again, coming up uh, later in the year, so November 1, right? November 1, Andy will be doing an event. So those of you, you'll have seen this podcast, uh, we'll be in Las Vegas together. Yeah, so Laurel Lingmeyer and I are going to be together on November 5th in Las Vegas. Oh, that's okay. going to be November 5th. The, web, the webpage for that is progressionticket.com progressionticket.com. It's an it's a one-day business event that's focused on progressing your income, your marketing, and your business overall. You can come in, excuse me, you can come in live or tune in virtually. To learn more, go to progressionticket.com. Once again, that's progressionticket.com. Perfect. Awesome. And then do you have a Instagram or some handle that can uh, follow you around and check you out and see my, yeah. what uh, just more, what you're doing? When you go to progressionticket.com, you scroll all the way to the bottom. It's going to give you my Instagram, my Facebook, and my Twitter webpage so you can get in touch with me, progressionticket.com. Perfect. And we will we'll see all of you there. Stay in touch. Follow Andy. He's a, an amazing young man growing and just leading. Uh, I'm going to say a very aligned conversation. Um, consistency was how we needed to end it. That was just perfect. So thanks, Andy. I appreciate you. Thank you, Laura, for having me on. Oh, absolutely. And those of you out there, if you have any questions, uh, which I know you guys have questions. So we have one site set up. It's called askloral.com. A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L. Go to askloral.com. You can put in your name, your phone number, ask a question, make a request. Give me a little bit of your story. And we have someone manning that all the time. We will be back in touch with you either one-on-one -on -one, or I, we probably might even bring you live where I'm going to answer the question. So we do askloral.com. Once a month, I come live with, I mean, pages and pages of questions this is going on in a little bit today so excited about it excited to serve you guys and have a great day andy have a great day talk soon thank you for having me on thank you so this is laurel and you've been listening to my podcast if you've enjoyed this i have a couple things you can do that are completely up to you number one 
take my quiz. Go to integratedwellsystems.com and take the quiz. You will find that there's one of four personalities, financial personalities, we call them, that you're going to fall into. So as you take the quiz, it'll actually go through and identify, are you you know, uh, in stagnant cash flow, right? Are you overpaying taxes? Do you have debt issues? You know, are you a lifestyle junkie? Where are you? And then from there, it goes to a video that actually gives you some solutions on how to correct that problem. So again, go to integratedwealthsystems.com, take my quiz, and we'll go from there. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.